Donald Trump has announced that he will be arrested Tuesday. And he announced this recently uh, on social media, and I'm going to share those posts with you, and then we'll talk about it, maybe do some live discussion. So if you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, Twitter, Rumble, welcome to the conversation. Welcome to the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. All right, here's what Donald Trump has said recently. This was about 48 hours ago. He says, our nation is now third world and dying. The American dream is dead. The radical left anarchists have stolen our presidential election. And with it, the heart of our country, American patriot, patriots are being arrested and held in captivity like animals, while criminals and leftist thugs are allowed to roam the streets, killing and burning with no retribution. Millions are flooding through our open borders, many from prisons and mental institutions. Crime and inflation are destroying our very way of life. All right, now the next one, part two. Now, illegal leaks from a corrupt and highly political Manhattan district attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime and whose leader is funded by George Soros. I'll get to that in just a minute. Indicate that with no crime being able to be proven and based on an old, fully debunked by numerous other prosecutors, fairy tale, the far and away leading Republican candidate and former president of the United States of America will be arrested on Tuesday of next week. This comes from Saturday. So he's talking about this Tuesday. Protest, take our nation back. He's calling for a protest. Donald Trump calling for a protest. In case you missed it, he says, will be arrested on Tuesday of next week protest take our nation back so what is going on well the district attorney and his name i'm going to give you the full story here the district attorney is alvin bragg and alvin bragg is moving forward this has to do you might remember back with the stormy daniels controversy back in 2016. Well, Bragg is moving this forward in Manhattan in the district attorney office. And the bribe that Trump is talking about in this truth, I want to call it a tweet, but it's not actually a tweet. Uh, he's referring at the very beginning, highly political Manhattan district Attorney's office, which has allowed new records to be set in violent crime, et cetera, et cetera, whose leader is funded by George Soros. This is Alvin Bragg, and he has allegedly received $1 million from George Soros, who it's interesting, you know, George Soros, as many of the ultra rich have discovered, you can get more bang for your buck by going after local political offices, sheriffs, it's a big one this last time around, also judges. You get more bang for your buck if you're a billionaire by going to these, and they've especially judges, because you're setting precedents in the country. 
So he's accusing Alvin Bragg of receiving all this money from George Soros. And he's indicating that he will be arrested Tuesday. And all this is related to, you remember Stormy Daniels. She's a pornographic actress. I use quotes. Actress who was paid hush money, quote, hush money, money in 2016. She said that she had an affair with Donald Trump. Uh, there was an amount paid by the lawyer. It's all very controversial. I don't want to go through the whole timeline. I don't really fully understand the timeline, and there's other websites that go through the timeline. But it looks like he will be arrested tomorrow. He. It's not just like, well, I wonder if he will. I wonder if Trump's going to be arrested. Trump is saying, uh, I'm going to be arrested. And this will be... This will set a major precedent in the United States of America. And just this weekend, you know, I did a, a podcast and we were talking about, it was with uh, Jack Basobic, and we were talking about in America, we now have a situation where agencies are, for example, putting traditional Catholics on lists and then calling for the infiltration of parish life on the Catholic level and identifying them with hate groups. So we're seeing the weaponizing of the state against certain ideas, certain thoughts, and people are associating this situation right now of putting a former president behind bars as yet another example of that. And it seems like I suggested that in the next presidential election, the relationship between the citizens and then the security investigation bureaus, CIA, FBI, all that, that needs to be worked out into a public policy. Uh, are we going to have agencies that are policing, secretly policing, and creating files on everyone, especially in a digital age? You know, or there's, you know, cell phones and Zoom calls and all this. I mean, what is on limits and what is off limits? So I'm going to open up to some live Q&A right now. If you want to make a statement, if you want to ask a question, I think we'll find out tomorrow if all of this is legitimate or not. And then I want to ask the question, this is, doesn't matter if you're pro-Trump or anti-Trump, whatever. Is this episode, if it goes through, is it going to hurt Trump or help Trump? Is it going to hurt Trump or help Trump? So, you know, obviously having a pornographic actress accusing you of things, going into jail, usually you would think this is going to hurt someone, but is there going to be any kind of backlash. All right. So if you have a comment or question, we are streaming live right now on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. And I'm able to see all of your comments. So let's get into it. And let's go. Jennifer reminds us right off the bat, hit the like button, thumbs up. Thank you so much. And y'all don't forget to like and subscribe and hit that little bell to be notified. All right. Richard says, welcome to the USSA. <clears throat> All right, Pamela says it will help 
Trump? We'll find out. We'll see. Elizabeth says it will hurt Trump. Okay, so let's give help me out here and give me some reasons why we got people saying it's going to help Trump, it's going to hurt Trump. Let me know why you think these are going to be helpful or hurtful, especially as he runs for president. It will further divide the country. I think that's going to definitely be obvious. We need God's help. Deep state is in control everywhere. Yeah, so this is uh, this term deep state and even deep church is used by Archbishop Carlo Maria Vigano. It's the idea that there's the state and there's the church, what you see going on, the official leaders, the official hierarchy, the official mechanisms of governance. But then there are the puppet masters who are behind and they're controlling who's elected. What happens? Uh, interest rates, right? All these things are that are the really important elements are being controlled by these ghostly third parties. John Nelson, thank you, Taylor Marshall, for reporting. It's not really reporting. I'm just saying what, what Donald Trump himself is saying. He's saying he goes to jail tomorrow. Now, if he doesn't go to jail tomorrow, that's some more questions as well. Richard Stone says, polls Trump currently at 67, DeSantis at 27. I am following all these polls as well. Of course, I'm interested. Sarah James says, she's on Facebook. She says, it's taken seven years to get him. I doubt they will let him free now that they have him. All right. Max says, I think it would help Trump as it makes the current regime look even more corrupt. Max, you got to think about it. For a lot of people who already suspect the regime to be corrupt, yes. But then there's a lot of people who are just IV dripping CNN 24-7. You know, they went along with everything they've been told for the past six years as a matter of social programming social assumptions. So are those people suddenly going to be like, wow, this is corrupt. This is bad. I think the majority of people are just going to go on with the CNN narratives. And I think, you know, the people who are already Trump supporters are going to be outraged. Are there people in the middle who will be skewed? Will it push people more towards Trump? I mean, if it makes Trump into a victim and a martyr and he rises from the ashes, it could be a rallying moment. Going back into the questions, here's a super chat. <clears throat> what exactly was he accused of? I'm not understanding. Okay, so let me go back into an article here. All right. Stormy Daniels. All right, she received some sort of payout through a third party. All right. So Donald Trump's like, Hey, I'm innocent. I didn't do all this nasty stuff with these stormy Daniels. Okay. That's what's being told. But in order to just shut you up and get you to go away, I, not me, but another party, a third party, Michael Cohen, who I believe was his lawyer is going to pay you some money to just be quiet and go away. Cause I'm running for president right now. 
And so the DA, this guy right here, he is looking at charges for the falsifying of business records, saying that Donald Trump used means to manipulate his records and hide the hush money between him and his lawyer, Cohen. So that's, that's the allegation. And according to the story, Stormy Daniels, the porn pornographic actress, and I use actress in quotes, um, has already agreed that she will stand witness against Donald Trump. And she's already met with the prosecutors. So that is what's going on. Now, Donald Trump has said he has never had any involvement sexually with Stormy Daniels. That's what he's saying. She's saying, oh, yes, you did. And that's what's going on. So ultimately, the arrest being brought by this guy or the DA, Alvin Bragg, that's Alvin Bragg on the right. Ultimately, they're saying that illegal accounting moves, uh, business falsifying of business records was used in order to make a payment to Stormy Daniels. And Donald Trump has said, you know, this isn't even a misdemeanor. And he's denying all of it. So that's what is going on. All right. All right. Does this help Donald Trump or hurt Donald Trump? Glenda brings up an obvious comparison. This is nothing to Biden, son, and company. If we're going to dig through the trash, um, I guess we got to dig through everybody's trash. Um, who do you think is right, Taylor? Question mark. I don't know. I don't know. I think if we're going to be shark-like or hawkish on all of these things, it has to be across the board. I mean, we got to rip, if we're going to rip open the business dealings of Donald Trump in a payment made via a lawyer to Stormy Daniels, we got to rip the Band-Aid off. We got to go through all the Clinton's business. We got to go through all the Obama's business. We got to go through all the Bush's business. We got to go through the Biden's business. We got to start publishing laptops. I mean, we really, if we're going to do this, we got to do it. So I don't know who's right here, but if we're going to, this is kind of like going out in front of people's houses, ripping the trash bags open, going through all the trash. And I mean, you can't, if you're going to do that, you got to, you got to rip everybody's trash open. Is that, and is that where we want to go? I don't know. And it seems like, I'll just say this too, seems like they will go after everything possible to try to derail Trump. We saw this with the, the allegations of conspiracy with Russia, so on and so forth. So the last election, et cetera. So I don't have like a hard position on whether this stuff is true or not. 
I'm just telling you what's going on. And is this going to help or hurt Trump? All right. As I understand, he wasn't even present when this took place. I think from the point of view of the district attorney, it doesn't matter. This doesn't, according to him, has nothing to do with the presidency. This has to do with a crime. It's a crime and he's going to pursue it, whether or not he's the president. And that's that. Jennifer Ann says, this is nothing new. It's called a non-disclosure confidentiality. Max says, I don't think it's a secret that Trump has done very immoral and sinful things in the past, but this just makes me think that they are running out of things to accuse him of. Yeah, so this is the kind of idea that this would backfire and ultimately help Trump. So, looking for more comments, more questions. Uh, William... Or Will Morris, USA. Ah, the selective enforcement game, double standards galore. Remember Bill Clinton's dirty deeds. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's amazing that we're talking about the way a non-disclosure payout was paid to Stormy Daniels. But we tried Jeffrey Epstein and uh, what's her name? The, the girl, the madame, all that. And, and none of those names, no flight list, no guest to the Epstein Island, none of that stuff came out. We couldn't get a name, a payment, a flight schedule, nothing on Jeffrey Epstein's island in flight. Nothing. Nothing. We're talking about hundreds of celebrities and politicians and important people and nothing came out. So, yeah, this is a double standard. Um, again, we just have to be consistent, I believe, uh, in how we dig through the trash. And, of course, I don't think anyone, uh, I'm certainly not saying that Donald Trump is a Catholic saint uh, or that he uh, should be revered like uh, Mother Teresa or Padre Pio or anything like that. Uh, I don't think anybody's saying that. I don't, I don't even think Donald Trump would say that. I know Donald Trump wouldn't say that. Um, all right. Looking at some more. Uh, if we got moderators here, we got the nasty bots in the live chat. If you moderators could go in and delete those people, that would be great. Al Swan says, how many payouts did our pervert bishops make? That's another problem, you know. We want to talk about making payouts and non-disclosures and ripping the trash out. I mean, are we going to go after every single cardinal, every single bishop? I mean, maybe we should. Rip the Band-Aid off. Let's go. Let's open the trash of the Clintons, the Obamas, the Bushes, the Bidens, the Trumps. We're just going to open up all the trash. What is the statute of limitations here? I've heard it's long past. I don't know. That's a really good question. Um, this, this definitely is not a felony charge. I can't see how it would be a felony charge. Uh, so I don't know what the statute of limitations are here for misdemeanor or if it's even that. Um, looks like you've got a judge who is a 
beneficiary of George Soros money and he's creating a major, major story going on here. All right, we'll take some more questions and some more comments here. How many payoffs from Soros did Alvin Bragg get? I've only seen the number $1 million. $1 million. That's what I've heard. So I don't know how many payments that is or how it worked out or how that number was given or if it's factual. I've just seen it published in reputable articles. So I'm going off of that. People are asking, what is the charge? The charge is falsifying business records to make a payment of hush money to Stormy Daniels. That is the allegation. <laughs> kind of crazy that you'd be locked in, you'd go to jail for that, put behind bars. Kim says, I agree, we should empty the trash. Just rip open all the trash bags, let's just go. Let's see what happened. Francis Duell, Taylor, what link does this conversation have with Christian discussion? Is it right to talk about anyone this way? Uh, we're talking about a man running for president. Whether he goes to jail or not is something of importance to the republic. Uh, I think it is very Christian to talk about it. Is it just? Is it right? Um, th these are public, public events that are happening. Here's a question, a super chat from 06F0. Why do people like Trump? He locked down America, facilitated the largest wealth transfer in American history. He pushed through the death shot. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of how much he was pushing the agenda of Pfizer, Moderna, and others. I mean, you've been hearing me say that from day one, of course. Are there people with better policies who are more moral, who are more righteous, more just, perhaps even more qualified. Yes, there most certainly are. Unfortunately, the United States of America is not the kind of system where those people have a decent chance of being elected president. We live in a corrupt institution. So unfortunately, Democracy, as Socrates and Plato said, always degrades, devolves into a tyranny. Democracy always degrades into a tyranny. Because democracy ultimately is being led by the masses voting. And once the masses begin to realize that they can get free iPhones and free food and free gas and all that kind of stuff, by voting a certain way, or the A word, A-B-O-R-T, they can get that kind of stuff paid for by the government and sanctioned. They will always vote that way. So, for example, this is going to frustrate some of you, but it's just a fact. In the demographics, women majority vote for Democrats. And they say in exit polls, the reason is they want legal access to abortion. Right. That's just an example of what Socrates and Plato were saying about the degradation, the devolution of democracy into tyranny. So we're at a very low part. We're getting lower and lower in our democratic structure towards tyranny. And so we're having to have discussions like 
Who would be a better president, Joe Biden or Donald Trump? And no one, even the people who are hardcore Donald Trump and the people who are hardcore Joe Biden, no one is standing up and saying, you know, that person is the most moral, most righteous, most prudent, and most wise leader that we have in the United States of America. Nobody believes that. I don't believe that. You don't believe that. Unfortunately, we live in a rigged democracy where we are forced to choose between those two. And that's what it is. And so we have to kind of make the best of it until the Lord Almighty gives us a new system. But our current system is very fragile right now. Would you agree? Do you agree with me or disagree with me? Am I off or am I just spitting the truth right now? Not trying to be pessimistic. I'm just trying to be real. Rebecca George says, anybody who wants to be present shouldn't be. That's actually an adage from Plato. Except Plato said the word king. If you got somebody who really, really, really wants to be a king, that person probably shouldn't be a king. Just saying. That's the other problem with democracy is it attracts narcissists. It takes, in order to become like a senator or a president of the United States, it takes tens of millions of dollars, hundreds of millions of dollars, millions and millions of dollars. I mean, I could run for president as an awareness committee, but for me to raise that amount of money or to have that amount of money, you see, it's not just like, let's just elect one of our righteous, prudent, wise peers to be our leader for four years. Mm -mm. Nope. Roxy says, that's true, Dr. Marshall, but the women who are pro-life like myself vote for pro-life. Amen, amen, and yes, sister, amen. I'm married to one of those women. I have daughters who are those women that vote pro-life. I salute you. I respect you. But you have to realize that in the demographics, women in America are pulling almost all the elections towards Democrat for the sake of abortion. And that right there is not a political problem. It's a spiritual problem. Because we no longer sanctify and hallow human life. We no longer believe that babies are in the image and likeness of God because we don't believe in God. So our culture, through the separation of church and state, which is wrong, you can't separate God from ethics and politics. You just can't. Once you do, you get secularism, and then you start to have tyranny. Okay, that's what we've been seeing for the past 100 years. You can't separate church and state. So once you, once you separate and take God out of the court, you take God out of school, you take God out of family, God out of the lives of children, you rip all that away, you have a godless society. And they want abortion, and they're going to vote that way. And there can be all kinds of pro-life moms and dads and men but unfortunately, the godless society through democracy is going to prevail and vote for more and more evil and then subsidize evil through media like the Emmys and 
the Grammys and the Oscars and Hollywood and everything that, that America pays for that just creates more and more wickedness. By the way, happy transferred feast day of St. Joseph, the foster father of Jesus. What a great example of the patriarchy. A man who was righteous, who was humble, meek, powerful, quiet. He's the terror of demons in the Catholic tradition. We need more St. Joseph. More St. Joseph. If, do you agree with what I'm saying? I'm kind of giving, I, I feel like I'm giving you a red pill today. Red pill, blue pill. Which one do you want? The red pill is democracy is des descends into tyranny and we are down the chute pretty far. Is that a red pill, black pill, white pill? Linda says, everything is sad these days. No, it's not. Did you know 2,000 years ago or less, there, less than 2,000 years ago, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, rose again from the dead and defeated sin and death definitively? That's good news. It was good news then. It's good news today. The United States of America will perish. The 50 states will perish. The kingdom of God, led by Jesus Christ, the king, will endure forever. His kingdom will have no end. That's good news. If you focus on that and you put your treasure there, you'll be happy. If you put your hope and your treasure into the presidential elections, the court system, Biden, Trump, Pfizer, Moderna, the Fed, interest rates, you're going to be miserable and sad. Not everything is bad. Things are good. I like Michelle right here. She says, praise Jesus. Amen and amen. Notice I don't say amen because I'm not a Baptist. I say amen, like a Catholic. Amen. That's how it's done. Max says, 100% agree. Catholic monarchy is needed to save our society. I agree. Uh, Aristotle, Plato, Socrates, Thomas Aquinas, they all agree straight up. Monarchy that is rooted in Christianity is the, well, Plato and Aristotle didn't have the Christian part, but they said monarchy, is the best and highest form of government. Think about how much money, time, expenses we spend every four and two years on all these blessed elections. Think about all that time and money wasted. You got a monarchy? None of that. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, but Taylor, you could have like some really bad kings. We could have some really bad presidents. How many presidents in the past hundred years were awesome or even good? Few and far between. You're basically saying, I believe that the masses will pick the best person. Look at what the masses choose to watch on TV and listen to. That's what the masses want. The masses want what you saw on the Oscars and the Grammys. That's what the masses want. Why would they choose the proper senators, congressmen, presidents, judges, sheriffs? They won't. 
Red pills. Red pills coming out like a Pez dispenser. Monarchy is the government system of God. Agreed. I've joked now for about a year that I'm going to run for president of the United States of America. Taylor Marshall for president. And my platform is going to be integrate church and state. People can say, what? Got to be integration of church and state. And we've got to work towards, you can't do it overnight. We've got to work towards a Catholic form of government, not a secular form of government. Looking at your comments and your questions. Blessed Emperor Carl, St. King Louis, Isabel the Catholic of Spain, many examples of saintly monarchs. Yeah, we've had horrible monarchs, tyrants, and we've had saint monarchs. Just having monarchy isn't going to always give you the blessed Carl and the St. Louis the Ninth. Agreed. You're going to have some real bad ones in there. You're going to really suffer. Just like in the Old Testament, you had good kings, you had bad kings, right? But that form of government is better integrated towards the virtue of human society than democracy where everybody's just like, wait, I can get a free iPhone if I vote for that guy? I can get a subsidy on my e-car, my electric car, if I vote this way? Hmm, interesting. And then not only do you have the masses who love the Oscars and the Grammy voting for everybody. You've got foreign powers from Abu Dhabi and Saudi Arabia and Japan and who knows where else, Ukraine money that swirls around. They're all funding campaigns in America. How is that democracy? It's total sham. Red pills. Dropping them red pills like Easter eggs today. Will they allow us to keep and bear arms? Who's they? Who's they? Deep state? Puppet state? We all know where it's going. Renee says New York City has placed barricades around the tri-state area. Why? They are expecting massive civil unrest. We'll see if it happens. We'll see if it happens. Are MAGA people going to start wilding in the streets? I tend to doubt it. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Joe says, Briones, the money, he's arrested. Withdraw all your money from the banks. Cripple them. That's one approach. Do recommend having some gold, silver, certain things that would apply to second amendment land cows beehives water wells i mean these are just good things to have crops grant win it's a crazy world we live in yes it's a valley of tears 
thanks to Adam and Eve. But it will all be renewed at the end of time by Jesus Christ. Get this book for details. Ava, they're hoping for mass unrest. Yeah, I think more than anything, they want to reset the button for the first, the sixth day of the first month of a few years ago. You know what I'm saying? They want another one of those. They're like, that Donald Trump, man, we had people throwing Molotov cocktails in New York City. It was so scary. Donald Trump created all that. And I got to admit, I was a little concerned when I saw Donald Trump's second truth tweet where he said, uh, he'll be arrested on Tuesday. Protest. Take our nation back. Uh-oh. What kind of protest is he calling for? And are they going to try to pin things on him? That'll be interesting. All right, y'all. Thanks for all of your comments and your question. I do appreciate it. Make sure you like and subscribe. And let's see. What else are we going to say here? Yeah, let's let's pray. Uh, let's do an Our Father. We'll do an Our Father in Latin, and we'll sign off. Oremus nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Paternoster, qui es in celi, sanctificetur nomen tuum, venia regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, secut in cello et in terra. Panam nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et imite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos malo, Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, we give you our country. We give you our world. We ask that you would renew all things in Christ. May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And if you choose, allow us to make that happen. We pray through Christ our Lord. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost. Amen. Before I sign off, let me just say, it is St. Joseph's Feast Day, and I want to share something with you on St. Joseph. Hold on real quick. Don't go anywhere. Stay where you're at. Don't hang up. I was reading my missile. This is my Father Lassant's missile. A missile, for those of you that aren't Catholic, is a book. It's not a missile like a missile launcher. A missile is a book that has all the misas in them, all the misas. What are, what's a Misa? A Misa is a Mass. So this is the book of all the Catholic Masses for the entire year. It's got Christmas in it, Easter, Pentecost, but it also has all the Saints' Days. And uh, I wanted to read to you the prayer that we pray on this day for uh, regarding St. Joseph. Okay, so here's the prayer. Well, first off, let me give you the intro it. Okay, the intro it is the entry verse. It goes like this. The just man, talking about St. Joseph, the just man shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow up like the cedar of Lebanon, planted in the house of the Lord, in the courts of the house of our God. It is good to give praise to the Lord and to sing to thy name, O Most High. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Ghost. So here it compares St. Joseph to a, first, to a palm tree, and then to a cedar tree. A palm tree and a cedar tree remind you of something beautiful. Palm trees are beautiful. Cedar trees are beautiful. They stand up, and what do they do? Those two trees in particular, 
They're very vertical trees. They point to heaven. St. Joseph points to heaven. And then here's the prayer that we pray on this day for St. Joseph. May we be assisted, we beg thee, O Lord, by the merits of the spouse of thy most holy mother, that what our own power obtaineth not may be granted by his intercession, who liveth and reigneth with thee in the unity of the Holy Ghost, one God, world without end. Amen. So we're asking that by our own power, you know, we're trying to become disciples of Jesus Christ, but we fail. We don't make it. And so we're saying, would St. Joseph in heaven intercede for us? Would he pray and help us? And then there's a lesson from the book of Ecclesiasticus that compares Joseph to Moses. I won't read the whole thing because it takes a while, but it's pretty interesting. And then the gradual is, O Lord, thou prevented him with blessings of sweetness. Thou hast set on his head a crown of precious stones. He asked of thee, and thou hast given him length of days forever and ever. So God went before him. He gave him blessings of sweetness, and he put a crown on Joseph's head. Joseph is crowned in glory. And then the gospel is this. When Mary, the mother of Jesus, was espoused to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost, whereupon Joseph, her husband, being a just man and not willing publicly to expose her, was minded to put her away privately. But while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in his sleep, saying, Joseph, son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which was conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. And she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And then the offertory. My truth and my mercy are with him, and in my name his horn shall be exalted. So Joseph is the patriarch that you need today. He did not wish to expose Mary. He did not wish to shame Mary. And he believed from the very first moment when the angel told him that she was pregnant of the Holy Ghost. The baby in her womb was not a baby from adultery or infidelity. The baby in her womb was there because of fidelity, because of righteousness, because of truth. And that baby is Jesus Christ. And St. Joseph took care of baby Jesus. Baby Jesus was God. All right, think about that. Baby Jesus didn't need anyone to protect him. Baby Jesus had a million times, a million times, a million angels at his command. And he chose this man, Joseph, to be the gentle protector of him. That's what we celebrate today. That is the mode of fatherhood, chastity, and governance that we should seek. Sadly, we are convinced that we got to choose the lesser of two evils. That's what everybody's telling you today. We might have to, all right, because we're in a rigged system. But in the kingdom of heaven, we have a true patriarch who is totally chaste. He doesn't have to make any payouts or anything like that. He is the best, most perfect foster father for Jesus and he completes the Holy Family. All right, there it is. Thanks for watching. Like, share it on Facebook. 
subscribe. And until next time, remember our Lord Jesus Christ says, you are the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. I got a great video coming out this week on the Nephilim, the so-called giants of Genesis 6. So make sure you're subscribed, hit the bell, and don't miss it. St. Joseph, pray for us.